Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Wednesday morning. So yesterday it was actually kind of ironic or maybe it was an omen. I'm not sure. We were driving around town, getting the cars kind of switched up, had to get one of them an oil change, you know, all that stuff. So we're one car driving mom to one place with the kid, all that stuff. Hit Glenstone just in time to see a high-speed chase fly down the road. Yeah, oh yeah, bad times. What and then, time of the day was it? It was afternoon. It was around the deadline, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's happening, and obviously traffic stopped. And I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. It just flew right in front of us, you know, and we're just sitting there like, okay. And then I'm sitting there kind of just waiting for traffic to move, and I just looked down on my phone. MLB cannot decide, and I was like, oh my God, Ned's going to be so mad. I was more scared about coming in to face you this morning <laughs> than I was about the high-speed chase yesterday. Did they catch the guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a bad deal. He uh, actually, uh, Green County, they did a good job kind of uh, wrangling him in. One cop had to basically attack the vehicle to stop it. They they boxed him in and got the bad guy. So, yeah, crazy yeah, deal. Young, Get on them. old or middle-aged? Uh, middle-aged guy, I guess. I'm not really sure. He called 911, claimed he was too well and wanted him to stop or he was going to do some bad things and they of said course. okay we're gonna we're gonna we'll, we'll get that taken care of so <laughs> uh good on you guys but yeah like i said i was more scared about facing ned this morning about major league baseball not coming to an agreement but uh sir let's uh let's let's recite a little poem this morning well, this baby i have recited many 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 times and of course it's one of the, the all-time iconic baseball uh, poems ever written. 1888 is when Ernest Thayer wrote this poem, and he didn't know anything about baseball at all, but he was a journalist, a Harvard guy, and he wrote this one. It's the last stanza of several stanzas. Oh, somewhere in this favored land, the sun is shining bright. Bands are playing, and somewhere hearts are light. Somewhere men are laughing, and somewhere children shout. But there is no joy in Mudville. Major League Baseball has just struck out. Of course, we've substituted Major League Baseball for Casey. It's Casey at the bat. Just struck out. And I'm not, folks, I am not being overly dramatic. That's not my nature. But this is a very serious subtraction from a sport that is already faltering. And it's all brought about by egotistical lunacy. So, I'm okay, first of all, guys, he had that memorized. He didn't read oh, that. I, I've done it many times. <laughs> I, I'm just wanting you to know he didn't have this thing written down in front of him. That was awesome. Second thing, I finally got a chance to like actually look and see the back and forth. And, and over the last few weeks, I think it, you did a really good job because that's what you would always say. You'd say it just comes down to ego. It comes to about, down to players and owners arguing about millions and billions and all this crap. He's right. Literally, you look at the game. Now, again, there are some more postseason games that does equate to money, more teams in the postseason that equates to money. But really, when you look at it, it's this much money, this much money, and Mike, this much money, this much That's money. That's all agreed That's- to, that the, the postseason <laughs> games and many of the items were agreed to. But the bottom line is this. Major League Baseball's owners went to the players and they said, this is our final deal, take it or leave it. Their ego the players say, you can't talk to us like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it. No, we're not going to take a deal. 
ego. For God's sake, forget your ego and do things calmly and remember the third party involved, us. Yeah, well. And it's not involving us. These items that they're arguing over have nothing to do with us at all. No, in that's fact, what it, I'm saying. I, it I, has it, very little even to do with baseball. No, it's... It's, it's a salary cap yeah. that they want put in there. The uh, the players want it higher to give teams a more competitive chance. They're, oh, no, 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 we don't need to do that. This could be settled. The games could be going on, spring training, but oh, no. no we have to show who's in charge. The players say, we're in charge. You can't play without the players. The owners say, you can't play without the money. And therefore, you have a clash of egos, and you have a very serious problem with baseball that may not be solved. Well, um, we've already lost a couple series so far. Mm-hmm. What happens? Are they back at the table again today, or are they, are they doing marathon meetings day no. to day, or how's this going to work? Two, the two sides, their main offices are in New York. They went down to Florida to stay warm. <laughs> Can't blame them for that. <laughs> Finally, they showed some intelligence, but uh, no, they've gone back to New York, both of them. They'll probably start talking tomorrow, but who cares? At this point, who cares? The first two series of the season are gone for every major league team. That's between five and six games. Doesn't sound like very many, but it is. It is no money for those players. Okay, they have a slush fund that some of the players can be paid. But my God, think of what this has done. Opening day is a big celebration for baseball fans around the country, and you have just taken that away. I find this to be totally... uh, how can I term this? A, t- a total insult to the American public. Totally reprehensible in every single respect. And both sides, sorry folks, can go straight to hell as far as I'm concerned. Man, uh, sucks. Like I said, I was right though. Facing a high-speed police chase. <laughs> Ned Reynolds, when there's no baseball, I'll take the speed chase all day. Ned Reynolds, Mike the intern, finally got him calmed down a little bit. I had to put a little uh, chocolate syrup in his uh, coffee this morning and calm him down. But, uh, yeah, so he's good. But, you know, it does suck. I knew that most of our conversation this morning was going to be about the fact that we were going to lose some games in Major League Baseball. From what I heard yesterday, it was two series were affected. What's the deal with the Cardinals and the Royals? Cardinals will lose five games. They lose their three in Pittsburgh and two in Chicago. The Kansas City Royals lose six games. Three against the Cleveland Guardians. Boy, that sounds odd, doesn't it? The Cleveland Guardians. It's like, who are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, three against the Chicago Wouldn't that be White something? They, they change the name. They go through all that stuff to change the name. They buy all the gear. They pay somebody to come up with the new logo. All this stuff. They flip everything and baseball doesn't even happen. And that that would happen. be the most Cleveland thing to happen of all time. And that's where it would have been. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it would have been in Cleveland. They would have been, this is the opening, new new name for their team, mandated by political correctness, which is, I'm not going to get into that. But what now, the question is, why, why did the Royals lose more games than the Cardinals? It's six. Royals have lost six games or six canceled. And uh, the Cardinals five. That is because in Pittsburgh, they're practicing a tradition that they do in a lot of cities. Opening day, the next day off, just in case it rains on opening day. Because opening day, folks, is very big. Forget about it. It ain't happening anywhere. And any of the 30 cities, it's probably not going to happen. All right, Cardinals lose five games and the Royals six because in Cleveland they didn't schedule an extra day in there. So six games go out. Will there be more? will be unless they come to some kind of an agreement but at this point who 
cares? The public has been damaged. This is the ninth work stoppage. Each one of these stoppages has had an incremental defect on the psyche of the American public. And I'm telling you, it's it's going to hurt them. It may kill them. It's already and, hurt them. Uh, it can't be all bad news this morning, is it, Ned? No, it is not. We have two Bears who made the first team basketball Bears, this is, who made Missouri Valley Conference uh, first team All-Valley, Gage Prim and Isaiah Mosley. That's two of the five who are on that starting uh, group. And that's very good. The Bears go into play on uh, Friday, and they'll play the Val... Well, I'm, I'm thinking they'll play Valparaiso. Valparaiso plays Evansville tomorrow night in a play-in game. I can't see Evansville winning. Valpo, I can. And Valpo's not bad. They're not great, but they're not bad, and the Bears have beaten them twice. But should that be the team, Missouri State has a pretty doggone good chance in this Missouri Valley tournament coming up. And with two guys, two star players, Prim is a horse underneath, Mm -hmm. and Mosley a top scorer who can play the game. So we'll see what happens, but yeah, two of the five players are Missouri State Bears. That's pretty good. That is good, and they've been a deadly combo for us this year, for sure. Um, how did uh, Mizzou and some of the local high school teams make out last night in their play? Glad you mentioned that. Missouri, of course, is coming down to the final games on their schedule before the uh, Southeastern Conference Tournament. They probably won't last very long. They went to Columbia, South Carolina last night and lost to a very average South Carolina team, 73-69. to Missouri did not get the win. And in the high school playoffs, the Class 1 sectionals were played last night. Uh, girls and boys, just the Class 1. Class 2 and Class 3 are tonight. But in Class 1, we had some area teams involved in the girls' play. South Iron, which is quite a bit east of here, played Chadwick from down in Christian County. The South Iron girls' team won 58-23 uh, to 23 was the final. But a perennial state contender, Walnut Grove in Northern Green County, came away with a win over St. Elizabeth, 57-42. to 42. And in men's play, the Wheatland team lost to St. Elizabeth, 59-41. to 41, And the Chadwick boys team, the Chadwick Cardinals, fell to South Iron, 75-62. to 62. So the Chadwick teams are out of the competition. But Wheatland and, I beg your pardon, uh, Walnut Grove does remain in. Classes 2 and 3 are tonight. I love this time of the year because we're reminded of uh, some of the towns that we live near that we never hear of at all until, uh, you know, postseason action in high school sports. So that's pretty cool. Good luck to those guys. Hopefully they can keep it going. Ned, I'll uh, bring some more chocolate syrup for you tomorrow (laughs) to calm you down. Hopefully you'll have some good news for us.